0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports on a Sunday morning back on the air. Tom Ackerman with you. It's 1130 and joining us as he always does at this time on Sundays is the president of baseball operations with the St. Louis Cardinals, John Mosellock. Mo, happy new year and great to have you on KMOX. Happy New Year, and thank you. Happy to be here. It's good to have you as always. Well, 2020, we look ahead to the St. Louis Cardinals, and again, as we discussed last week, you just uh, don't know what this roster is going to totally look like when you start the season in late March and head into Busch Stadium in early April. But as it stands right now, the defending NL Central champions, where do you think your best strength is? and uh, well, let's, let's kind of start there do you have one area of the team you think would be the strongest would you say defensively i'm throwing out that first
1: well you know i think like when you look at at our club last year and and, and clearly we haven't made a lot of substantive changes from what we looked like last year to where we are today i think really it's it's can we build off of what we accomplished last year and and for us obviously there there were some things that stood out that that I think really gave us some consistency throughout the entire season i think it you know really started with pitching i think defense was was right there with it now the question is is where are we going to be from an offensive standpoint and a lot of the offseason focus has been you know, trying to make sure we can 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 fix that or improve upon that and, and hopefully the, the work we're doing on that, which I know doesn't make headlines, it's not something that, that people read about, but you know, we're pretty excited about the direction we're headed and we're certainly uh hopeful that that we can improve upon that. So when you ask like what's the strength of this club, I think the the Cardinals are almost always defined by how we pitch. Um you're you're not gonna get through the National League Central if if you can't eat up innings. And and historically, over the last few decades, we've been able to do that. And when we do that, we have success. So, you know, I think it starts with our rotation. I think last year our bullpen ended up being um, um, viewed as as a strength for the club. And so I think when you combine the two, that's something that we feel very good about.
0: Does your ballpark play a big part of that also? Because your park, while it's fair – kind of leans more towards a pitcher's park and you have to play to your strengths don't you
1: yeah and i i would actually argue not, you know that it doesn't lean towards a pitcher's park it really is yeah. um i think the the curiosity will be how how with ballpark village rising up will will winch sh- patterns change will it still play the same um so i think we have some question marks as we we look to the future but historically i think when you start with your foundation as pitching, it's usually a good place to begin.
0: Yeah, that's interesting, uh, thinking about all of those things. I know a lot goes into how you evaluate the game. And going back to offense, just from that standpoint, it's so I know there are so many factors that go into evaluating how do you improve the offense. And some of it, I mean, we're not going to give away on the air, I'm sure. You don't want to give away any sort of scouting reports to the opposition. But just in general terms, what, uh, how do you go about doing that, what are some of the things that happened behind the scenes, in particular staying with Jeff Albert and staying with his philosophy on how to guide this hitting approach?
1: Yeah, I think the easiest way to sort of explain it, is for, especially for, for more of a public consumption, is obviously last year when we brought in a new hitting coach, a new strategy, a new, a new approach to how we were going to think about our offense, I think in hindsight, it really became one of those, a lot to digest. Maybe we were running before we understood how to walk. And so what we wanted to do this offseason was almost like hit the pause button, go back, start at ground zero, and allow ourselves to move forward. So I just think from a fundamental standpoint, our hitters, our coaches are more on the same page than perhaps what we thought was happening last spring.
0: And, of course, that goes to the minor leagues as well because you never know who you're going to call upon to to join. Now, while those players during the regular season can't spend time every day with Jeff Albert, they definitely do in spring training. That's probably the, the biggest advantage of spring training is you get everybody on the same page, right? And that happens fairly soon. After the winter warmup, you'll start to get some players heading down to Jupiter.
1: Yeah, actually, we have players already in Jupiter, yeah. and good, good news for us is Jeff Albert actually lives in Jupiter, so there's, there's a lot of uh, – um, allows us to connect as, as early as possible. So, you know, right now we start our instructional league uh, this week, so you'll have a lot of the minor league players, key minor league players that, that get a jump start on their season. And then, um beginning the following week before winter warm up we have our our major league coaches meet down there to really plan out spring training so baseball and and jupiter is is more than right around the corner i mean for us it's it's really starting to get into that uh season prep it's it's the calendar's changed, and I think from a staffing standpoint, all of us realize that. You know, it's almost go time. So the the excitement, the adrenaline, all that changes once you get into January.
0: I want to ask about some of your minor league or some of your outfielders as we get closer here, because that's one of the biggest parts of your team you'll have to sort out. And we talked about Dexter last week. I wanted to work a little bit backwards and talk about two that spent more time in the minor leagues last year and that would be Dylan Carlson and Randy Rosarina. How do you evaluate those two players? Arena, we saw a little bit more of, uh, but both have been very successful uh, down in the minors.
1: Yeah, they have. Um, you know, obviously those are names you that that come up a lot in, in conversations on on what the future of the Cardinals outfielder outfield looks like and you know, I think before you can address them, you also have to really sort of focus on what you have with Mr O'Neill and what you have with Lane Thomas, and because you know ultimately we're trying to to determine who's going to get those at bats and and so I think this this camp in particular is really critical for really all four of those names, and it's not one of those where where they can approach this as like i 've already made the club, they really need to approach it as as this is a somewhat of a tryout and you know, I think from our major league staff standpoint, they're looking at it as, as who can fill the void of, of what we we don't have from the previous year. So, you know, I think defense matters. I think offense is going to really matter and, and how they get at bats. And, and then we'll have to figure out how that all blends. Now, someone like a, a Dylan Carlson, you know, clearly, if, if he's on our team, he has to be playing every day. At someone at his age and where he is in his career – you know, just putting him um, on the Bigley club to, quote, get experience, that's not going to happen. And so, you know, ultimately, I think as we, we move forward, the next four to six months are going to be really critical on, on how we decide we want to use him. But I would imagine it's, it's a lot like when, when we talked about other young players. It's if, if they're ready, we want them to play. But if they're, if they're not, we certainly don't want them just sitting here. So that's going to be time will tell. And, you know, one name I didn't even mention is, is uh, Mr. Martinez. And so in, in his case, you know, clearly when you're looking at trying to find at-bats, and, and that's why I think like as you look at the club right now, our roster is not necessarily, quote, complete. There's, there's still some fluidity in it, still some decisions to make. And, you know, obviously we'll take advantage of the next uh, five to six weeks to work through that.
0: Martinez, O'Neill, Lane Thomas, Randy Rosarena, Dylan Carlson, some very talented names you brought up there. And O'Neal's a player who was left off the postseason roster, I would guess mostly because the lack of contact. He, he's not able to make contact, and Harrison Bader would fall into that category as well, although his defense is so good. I guess that's your biggest challenge with O'Neill and Bader, isn't it, is just the approach and – uh, especially against the breaking ball they showed uh that they were susceptible to those.
1: Yeah, I also think they're they're a little bit different type of hitter. Mm-hmm. Um you know, when you when you look at O'Neal, he's someone that, you know, if you gave him six hundred and fifty at bats, he might hit forty home runs. Yeah. Now, he might strike out thirty percent of the time or, or more, which, you know, that can be a little scary too. But, you know, depending on how your 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 team looks, you know, maybe you can get away with that. So you know, those are some of the questions internally that we got to work through.
0: Final couple of quick ones for John Mosellock. Carlos Martinez, is there any update on his progression? You
1: know, we talked about him last week, and he has begun his, his throwing program in terms of, of how he feels. He feels good in terms of what that means for the future. I still think those are a lot of question marks. Um, I'm hopeful that he will get into Jupiter soon. And once he does that, I think we'll have a better feel for what that answer looks like.
0: And then coming out of the holidays, we've seen that free agent market and trade market also be pretty slow. I think on the trade side, just what have you uh, seen and what do you expect uh, here in the next? I'm not uh, asking if you're going to do anything, but I'm just looking at the market as a whole. What do you see here coming out of the holidays? Maybe a little more activity.
1: I would imagine. Um, I would say this past week, you know, we felt a little busier in the office in terms of, of talking with clubs. And, and you know, clearly the the holidays in baseball, which it's technically not, you're not closed, you're not off, but there's always that, that ebb and flow of, well, can, you know, do we have a moment to take a breath or not? And, you know, obviously as we, we enter into the week of, of January 6th, um, Friday's when you have to um, – make your, your – uh, present for arbitration in terms of your filing numbers. And so I think, like, this week you're going to see a lot more activity. You're going to see a lot more phones ringing. And, you know, baseball, I think as we we, we normally see it, we'll, we'll get more active.
0: Appreciate the time very much. Have a great rest of your Sunday. Beautiful day here in St. Louis. And always great to have you on Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. John Moselock with us on KMOX. We'll be back right after this.